IMF raises 2023 global growth forecast. From over a thousand cities and 126 countries, KI Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Have Ugandan companies in the healthcare sector cracked the code for health tech investment? Accra-based M Pharma acquired a controlling stake in Ugandan pharmacy chain Vine Pharmacy, and more recently, online health platform Maidawa acquired Ugandan pharmacy chain Guardian Health after raising 19.9 million US dollars from London-based private equity investor Alta Semper Capital to continue its services in the region. And in early 2022, Uganda's Rocket Health, a telemedicine and last mile healthcare provider, closed a $5 million Series A funding round to accelerate its technology roadmap and geographical expansion into different regions of Uganda and into Kenya. Natif Anthony, founder of Guardian Health, joins us for this episode to shed more light on why healthcare firms are in tune with funders. So there's more than, I think, $3 billion looking for a home in the East African ecosystem and private equity, venture capital kind of money. But there's not many companies that that quote-unquote investable in a country where we are one of the most entrepreneurial countries in the world, largely out of uh, necessity because you get out, you have nearly 400,000 Ugandans hitting the job market every year for maybe 10,000 formal sector job openings. The math really doesn't math. We are quickly running that we are selling ourselves short. We can actually work on our companies and make them attractive so that they can be a home to this money, uh, the bulk of which ends up in Kenya, at least on the East African front. Kenya, you, then Uganda, and to a lesser extent, Tanzania, because of the way that society is structured, and then Rwanda. Coming to your issue of health, you'll find that these VC firms, uh, private equity firms, these investors have earmarked certain industries that they think are going to be the, the, the industries of the now, uh, but they're also the industries of the future. Uganda has less than 2% of its population, in short. More than 65% of us access healthcare through out-of-pocket payments. The government healthcare system does not really, really work. Uh, its effectiveness is largely sporadic. So there's a, quite a bit of dysfunction. And so the role of the private sector in that space is even larger. So finding someone who can hack that is going to be a fantastic opportunity. So looking at pharma, more than 60% of people's first access with the healthcare system is through the pharmacy or the dispensary. They're, they're going to buy medicine and what have you. So if you find someone who wants to organize that, uh, yes, champion the cause of uh, rational use of medicine. And then, uh, so these guys have earmarked healthcare, education, agriculture, uh, tourism. Basically, when you look, these are the sectors that are the backbone of the Ugandan economy and they're easy to scale. Now, the thing with uh, Investment is, yes, the business will be fantastic, but how can you grow the market? So if you invest in a pharmacy, how many others can you set up? And by, with each pharmacy, how many more people do you get on board? 
So that business, the scaling is easy. Then you can build, you know, you can build a brick and mortar chain and then layer technology on top of it. Okay. So then you'll have a behemoth of a business. You increase your reach, you 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 increase your efficiency and increase your bottom line. It's not rocket science. And even with the coming of the health insurance uh, uh, options, they they're not going to be running these businesses. So they plug into what you've already established. So the future is, is really great. But also by 2050, you know, uh, projections are every one in four humans on the face of the earth will be African. So the population is growing. But also when you look at uh, 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 cash available for Ugandans to spend, uh, a lot of Ugandans will now get into the $5,000 earning bracket by like 2030. So then disposable cash is available. So the fundamentals of the economy, uh, to quote Bush, and I hope it doesn't come back to bite me in the backside, are strong. We may have our problems, but I feel like we are on the highway to growth. So then these VC guys, the people with money didn't make money by being stupid. They, they, they read this data and they know where to place their money. So we just need to have businesses that are investable in that space, businesses that can be scaled, businesses that have a sound corporate governance structure, and then they will come. It shouldn't be by accident that you're seeing healthcare being the thing. A quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange or Share Index rose 0.99% to 77,525 on Tuesday, snapping a six-straight losing streak. The mining sector stood out with mining companies including Kumba Ore, Exara Resources and Sasol and Northern Platinum rising after China promised to support and promote its economic rebound. Shares of ShopRite added 3.1% after Africa's largest grocery retailer reported a 7 17.8% increase in core business sales and expects a 16.9% jump in merchandise sales. Naspers and Clicks also gained 2.49% and 2.84% respectively. Conversely, Shattersbury Capital, Investec and Premier Group were among the worst performers. And a quick trip around Africa, Nigeria's external balances started the year on the front foot due to robust exports and improvements in the larger invisible account items. The current account surplus rose to $2.5 billion in quarter one 2023 from $2.4 billion in quarter four 2022 thanks to higher non-oil exports and stronger transfer income inflows. Overall, the current accounts are expected to stay in the black this year as softening global oil prices and subpar hydrocarbon production are counterbalanced by import restrictions and the depreciating exchange rate. The world economy is expected to expand by 3% in 2023, which has been revised upwards from April's assessment of 2.8% growth, according to the latest update of the IMF World's Economic Outlook. However, it still remains weak by historical standards due to the impact of central bank policy rate increases aimed at combating inflation. The 2024 projection was unchanged at 3%. The IMF also stated its expectation for global inflation to decline to 6.8% in 2023 and further 
rather to 5.2% in 2024, while the core rate is projected to decrease at a more gradual pace. In terms of individual economies, the U.S. economy is predicted to grow by 1.8% this year and 1% in 2024. In the euro area, GDP growth is expected to slow to 0.9% in 2023 before picking up to 1.5% in 2024. The U.K. is likely to experience growth of 0.4% in 2023 and 1% in the following year. As for China and Japan, they're forecasted to grow by 5.2% and 1.4% respectively in 2023 and by 4.5% and 1% in 2024. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at with Adon.